All right, well, welcome to this episode of the Text Tech Edition, the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jackson Moody, and boy, oh boy, what an episode do we have ahead of us today. Not only is Texas Tech back on the basketball court since I came to you, we have two wins, both scoring over 100 points, 111-67 to 67 over now Houston Christian, formerly Houston Baptist. I'll be back in Houston tomorrow. And a 110-71 win over South Carolina State. We will talk about that first. But also, we have a little football to talk about. We are now, we have passed the early signing day period and are number 23 in the nation and number 24 or number four i'm sorry in the big 12 and number two in the new big 12 in the signing class for 2023 as the early period closes oh and by the way we will be playing Ole miss in a bowl game tomorrow when this is released it will be today Right now, I'm recording fairly late. I was watching Oklahoma State, Wisconsin. I'm sorry. Not many good quarterback play there. But it is today that we are playing Ole Miss Texas Tech. I'll preview that a little bit. I plan to come to you later in the week. Uh, I will explain that later on in the podcast. But I plan to have a recap for you, hopefully up tomorrow but i'll explain that later but let's go and let's get this started all right so a couple of times ago i came to y'all and said texas tech is doomed in basketball and i will say my doomsday analysis seems to be greatly exaggerated because this texas tech team has responded these players have responded and it seems like some coaching change Coaching shakeups have responded. Texas Tech beat Houston Christian, formerly Houston Baptist, 111-67 last week. Kevin O'Banner had 22 points, as did Davion Harmon. Jalen Tyson with 11 of his own. And by the way, Davion Harmon had 11 assists. One assist away from a double-double. Richard Jennings. 8 points, or sorry, RJ Jennings, 8 points, 5 five boards, Pop Isaacs had 6, wasn't the best night for him, but he had 6 assists, and just 2 turnovers, you'll take that, Bacho off the bench had 12 points, Kerwin Walton got going a bit with 8 points of his own, in court, including 2 for 4 from 3, and 3 for 5 from the field, Lamar Washington looking like a solid bench player for us, a good 6 man potential candidate. With seven points of his own. KJ Allen got some runs. Six points. Elijah Fisher. Five points. Two for two. He's starting to get a bit more minutes. And I'll tell you what. I like Elijah Fisher getting a bit more minutes. Look. He is college age. He is Heisman. Or he is high school classification. It's starting to look really good with Elijah Fisher. And I'll tell you what. This team is not quitting. All the adversity that they faced a couple weeks ago seems like it didn't break this team. It didn't crack them. It brought them together. These are the 12 and 13 you're running with, and these are the 12 and 13 that looked themselves in the mirror, looked themselves, looked at each other in the huddle, 
and said, you know what? Let's effing do it. And it looks like that's happened. Demario Williams still struggling two points. Uh, CJ Williams got a couple points. AMAC obviously did not play. And then tonight against South Carolina State, last night if you're listening, uh, the day this was released, Kevin O'Banner, 24 points, 6 of 10 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. He had 17 in the first half. He also had 9 boards, 3 assists. Daniel Bacho, 17 points, 6 of 6 from the field. My God, man, cool off a bit before conference play or just stay that hot throughout it. Then Davion Harmon, 14 points, 6 of 9 from the field, 7 assists. Pop Isaacs, Pop Isaacs, man. True freshman, this guy, this guy's going to be special for us this year. Wait. Till y'all see him in March because I'm starting to think that this is a team that last a couple weeks ago I'd say I said I'd be shocked if they make the NCAA tournament shocked no more I think this team is more than capable I think they have shown they have the talent they have the chemistry and most importantly they have the heart and desire that they can go through all the challenges yeah challenges is the right word that they've gone through and that they can make it to the NCAA tournament I really believe that and I don't think these guys are going to be afraid of anybody in Big 12 play they've already played a couple good teams they will play much better opposition once again to Big 12 play and by the way I'm recording on the 28th that is coming up in three days we will know very soon if this team is capable of making it through Big 12 play. But Lamar Washington also 4 of 5 from the field for 8 points. Jennings 5 points. Fisher 5 points to a 4 from the field. He's getting more run. I'm liking that. Demarion Williams 1 of 4 today from the field. 0 for 2 from 3. That's not what you want. But he did end up with 3 points. And KJ Allen had a couple points as did C.J. Williams in a 110-71 win. I'll tell you what. Last time I came to you, I was talking about how we had our first game that we had over 100 points. Now I'm talking about three straight games with over 100 points. It seems that Luke Adams has taken a back seat. It seems like that. It does, and it seems that Stephen Williams, the offensive genius, has taken a front row seat on this offense and three straight games with 100 points. Now, there's reason to be concerned. Well, will, what, will this translate to conference play? Will this do all this? But you know what I'm here to tell you. From where this team was a couple weeks ago, to where they are now, three straight games with over 100 points, including 110 plus their last two. Y'all will love to see this team's offense. Y'all will love it. And I will too. And I will tell you what. Assuming my flight, because I am going to the Texas Bowl Really today, I'm driving over to Houston later today 
to watch us in the Texas Bowl against Ole Miss. I'm driving back, flying back to my home in Denver. So then it would be 10 a.m. But I'll speak in Central Time. That's where most Texas fans are. 11 a.m. on the 31st. Hopefully I'm sitting at home if nothing goes wrong with my flights. And I'm Southwest, so something's probably going to go wrong with it. But hopefully I'm sitting at home on my projector. Getting ready for the college football playoffs at 10 a.m. And watching Texas Tech beat TCU's ass into the ground. And I have a new TCU story for tickets I didn't know about before. My dad just told me, so I'll tell you all here soon. I hope we beat them into the dirt. A top 25 TCU team. And for all y'all concerned about the Big 12, let me let me ease some concerns. Five of the 10 Big 12 teams are ranked in the AP Top 25. Three of the 10 Big 12 teams, not including the five in the Top 25, were receiving votes. The only two that weren't were Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. So eight, yes, you heard me, eight of the top of the 10 Big 12 teams are in the top 25 or receiving votes for the top 25 at least. That's a good place to be. It's going to be resume builders. Lenardi had us as the last four in. We are entering with a bad non-conference still in the tournament. And you know what, guys? For all the criticisms, for all the concerns I have about is Mark Adams the future. Let's see. Let's see what he does this time in Big 12 play because he sure did the job last time in Big 12 play. And it's starting to sound like players are absolutely buying in. Kevin O'Banner said, we're getting to where we want to go. And I'll tell you what. That speaks volumes to me. That speaks volumes to me. That Kevin O'Banner, one of our premier players, our top returning player, is saying we're not there yet, but we're getting to where we want to go. And I am really starting to get excited about this team. I thought it was going to be a tough winner for me. I thought, all right, man, I may just need to record the games, go skiing on the weekends, all that. Uh, man, these weekday games may be a struggle. Now I'm thinking, all right, where am I going to go for these weekday games? Where am I going to watch them at? Because this team is entertaining, and I think this team can be something special. Whether they know it yet, but these amount. That's within them. The amount of guts and courage that's within them to come under all the criticism that they have come under. I'll tell you what, we haven't seen this from a team before come under this criticism and respond. We've never seen this in football before. I'm sorry, we have not. Baseball's never come under this criticism. Basketball has never come under this level of criticism. The only comparison I can make is 2019 when they came under criticism after they came in Lawrence, Kansas, and they responded in a massive way. So, let's see. Also coming up, a TCU ticket story. Alright, so I do want to preface all this by saying I am at my dad's for Christmas right now. 
Um, so I'm actually recording in a trailer in his backyard. So I'm staying in the house. I'm inviting the house. I'm hoping all of y'all had a lovely Christmas as I did, uh, filled with family and all that. And now look, y'all traveling back to wherever y'all want to go. You want to listen to Texas Tech Sports. I am so excited that y'all are here and listening to this. I can't thank you enough. It's been a great first season of football. And one of the things I talked about in football was the ticket situation at TCU where they wouldn't sell us tickets. And I've seen TCU fans complain about how they can't get tickets to the fest- Fiesta Bowl. Boo-hoo! I know, I know. And then my dad was talking to me uh, earlier today. His cousin apparently kicked for TCU. I never knew this before. But uh, I just wanted to share this story with y'all. He uh, went to Texas State, now Southwest Texas. He was with my mom. They were dating at the time. They drove up to College Station to watch TCU at Texas A&M. They were told they had tickets on will call from a TCU uh, player, a kicker. Apparently, he was a senior and got kicked off the team because he was late to practice as seniors sometimes do, and there was a new coach, and not only did they kick them off the team, they held their tickets from Will Call, so my dad drove all the way from San Marcos to College Station, got there, and was told, no, the tickets weren't available, now it ended up fine, he got tickets at like the 50 yard line for like 10 bucks a piece, and you know, ended up better than any of ours did that went to Fort Worth for that game, okay? But I didn't want to share it with you. TCU has a history of this kind of BS. I didn't want to bring that to y'all's attention. Now, since I'm on the football note, we might as well get to our recruiting class. And what a class it was. This was one of our best classes in recent memory. Really our best class in recent memory. I believe our best since 2011. We have 24 guys who signed a letter of intent. We have four guys as four stars on 24-7, and I believe between 12 and 16 four stars, either on ESPN or Rivals or one of, or 24-7 or one of them. Let me name who we got. Jordan Sanford, four-star safety. Isaiah Crawford from Post Texas, West Texas Proud, edge rusher, uh, four-star. Brendan Johnson, safety, four-star. Dylan Spencer, four-star defensive lineman. By the way, these are all 24-7. Tyrone West, three-star wide receiver. These are all three-star that I'm naming now. And Quan Willis, athlete, three-star. Nicholas Fatigue, inside offensive lineman. I'm really excited to see this guy. I've been hearing that he could play center for us, actually. And so Ndore, defensive lineman. Daniel Stilt, offensive tackle. Kelby Vaslin, wide receiver. Marquez Stevenson, cornerback. All right, Jamarian Davis. He's an athlete. Uh, Dylan Shaw, inside offensive lineman. Demarian Crest Daniels, wide receiver. Jake Strong, the quarterback of the class. Uh, Chapman Davis, a safety. Jaden Colefield, defensive line. Brayan Rigsby, defensive line. Justin Horn. Linebacker, I'm actually really excited about this guy. Uh, Caden Carr, inside offensive line. 
uh, Amir Washington D-line, Marcus Raymond Edwards athlete. Uh, he's actually out of Lubbock. Uh, Miguel Dingle Jr. linebacker, John Curry linebacker. Um, so all of these guys, as I speak to you, are officially signed with Texas Tech. That brings us to 23 in their composite ranking. And I will tell you what, I'm really excited about this group. Uh, this is the best group that we have had in some time. And look, there's no proof that they're going to turn out to be better than their last group. There's no proof that they're going to be better than 2011. But I will tell you what, the absolute potential of this squad is higher than any squad we have seen in recent memory. I think we should all be extremely excited about it. Because look. We have not had this before. We have not had a class like this. In a long long time. If you're talking about our competitors. A year or two for now. Which are 12 schools. The Irate 8 plus UCF. Houston, BYU and Cincinnati. We are the second best in the signing class. Joey McGuire promised to recruit Texas kids. And all but two of them are from Texas. And they are top end players in their class. And there are some guys that may have been later that I listed that will turn out to be Huge players for us, but we have four four stars from 24-7, and I believe 12 four stars from rivals ESPN and 24-7 combined, and I'm not double or triple counting a couple guys here. We actually have those guys that are four stars somewhere. This is a class we're not used to. This is a class that we have not seen before. And this is a class that we should get used to because this is what we do in recruiting. So a great early signing period for Texas Tech. We are top 25. We will end up at least top 30. Maybe there's a couple flips in there. We will see. And some guys will transfer out. Many already have. And most of those guys have been, quite frankly, they weren't going to see the field for us. Donovan Smith is the only guy I can think of that was like, ah, that sucks to lose. Reggie Pearson sucked to lose. He's going to Oklahoma. But even he wasn't going to start. Tyler Owens was going to start over him. That's the reason he left. And Oklahoma's taking him up because they need him. Because they don't have the depth on the defensive side that we do. Texas Tech is going to be very good at football. Texas Tech is going to be very good at football. And I cannot wait to come to you next season. And next season may be a struggle. It may be. But the year after that, when these guys are redshirt freshmen and sophomores, and our previous class, which was also one of the better class we have seen recently, are all sophomores and juniors. Oh my God. We are going to be very good. Now, a little update on the Chris Beard situation. 
his fiance came out and basically said, you know, she caused things that caused him to do what he did and that she doesn't recant that he was the victim and all that. And all I'll say is that's a great story. It is. It is. It's a love story. They weren't married yet and he stands to make a lot of money. He does. And all these things are alleged that he's dealing with. We don't know if he actually did them or not. But it was a December 23rd, 5 p.m. Friday news dump. Which, if you know anything about the news cycle, that's when you dump the news that will get you backlash. So, all I'm saying there is, let's wait and see what happens with Chris Beard. Hopefully it is stuff that they can patch up with their family. Hopefully they can live happily ever after. Hopefully the kids are okay after this because there are three young daughters in this that we do need to consider. And it's a sad situation what's happened. But we'll see. We'll see. I've heard that people in the UT administration were not happy with that news dump. We'll see what comes of it. Texas Tech basketball is on the right path, and that is all I care about on the basketball front is that we are doing well, and we appear to be doing so. So that's all I care about. Texas Tech is making their way back in basketball. Now, for the Texas Bowl, the Tax Act Texas Bowl against Ole Miss, I'll tell you what, I keep hearing that, you know what, Ole Miss is a really good team. They're 8-4. and four. They've only lost to good opponents, and yeah, I'll agree. They've only lost to good opponents. Fine. Whatever. So have we. So have we. I don't give a damn what what Ole Miss has done. Here's what Ole Miss has done, okay? Y'all want to hear it? They have wins against Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech. Crap. Tulsa. uh, Kentucky team who's top 10 in the nation. They were not good. Vanderbilt. Auburn, who's not good. A&M, who's not good. Here's their losses. LSU by 25, Alabama by 6, not a good Alabama team. At Arkansas, they lost by 15, Mississippi State, they lost by 2, big whoop. I don't give a damn what Ole Miss has done. I don't. Here's what we have done. We've played 6 top 25 teams, have they? No. Who have we lost to? We lost to Oklahoma State, who was top 10 at a time before their season went to crap. We lost to Kansas State, who won the Big 12. We lost to Baylor, whose quarterback played out of his mind that day. Who else have we lost to? Oh, well, you know, yeah, we did drop that game at NC State when they had Devin Leary and we didn't know our QB situation. And we lost to TCU, who's a college football playoff team. I don't care what Ole Miss has done. This is a game we should win. This is a game we should expect to win. I do not care that they are 8-4 and four in the SEC. Fine. They're a good team. We're better. We are. And I expect us to prove that tonight against Ole Miss. And I don't care that they're SEC. They had four cupcakes. We didn't have any. We had one cupcake. We enjoyed our cupcake. Then we played 12 weeks, 11 games in 12 weeks without no cupcakes. With tough tough opposition. We won games against OU. We won games against Texas. 
We won games against West Virginia, against Kansas, against Iowa State in the freezing cold. We go on places we shouldn't have won and won. I believe this. We've won against Houston. I believe this team will get it done today. I really do. I really do. I'm tired of the SEC narrative. All we're missing is Donovan Smith, who did some really nice stuff against Oklahoma, by the way. And good for him. He's moving on to Houston. I know they're going to be a conference rival. Legitimately, good for Donovan Smith. I'm glad he found a place he can start. We should win this football game. Do not get confused. Do not think this is an SEC team and we shouldn't beat them. We should beat them and we should beat them bad. We should humiliate them. We are a better football team. Do the recruiting rankings say it? No. Do the national pundits say it? No. Do the regional pundits say it? For the most part, no. But I know this team. I know what they've done. They've won three straight. Let's get a fourth straight. I think we beat Ole Miss. Anyways, I will be at the Texas Bowl later today. Um, so I am planning to come with you to you with a post-game recap, 15 minutes-ish. Um, after the game, I'm staying with an old college roommate who's down there. He has to work the next day, so I don't know if I can record it. If not, it'll be the day after, hopefully. I am iffy because of my flight. I'm supposed to fly back the next day. That it, it may not happen. I'm on Southwest. So you got to deal with me. You got to bear with me. But I will be to you or be back with you later this week at some point. I promise you that. I am excited to recap this game. I think it will be a win. It's going to be in front of our home fans. And we are a better football team than them. We are. And I'm sorry, I know a lot of people say, oh, nobody expected Tech to be in this position at a bowl game. All of us did. Every single player in that locker room did. I know the perception of it. We expected to be here. We expected to actually be better, and we should be in the cheese at Bowl in Orlando. But you know what? It is what it is, and we get an SEC opponent from Mississippi that we get kick the beat we get kick the bleep out of for the second year in a row so i'm excited for us to go and do that and that's going to conclude this one i promise i will be back with you hopefully tomorrow really hopefully tomorrow i'm hoping for that with a 15 minute 15 ish minute recap of the game and talking about that but if not, I'll be here later in the week, depending on what my uh, former roommates, I'm staying at his place, what his schedule is, and what the recap is. And look, guys, I'll probably be here through all, I will be here through all basketball season. A lot of times, we're playing the Kansases, the Baylors, the Texas of the world. I'll have to come to you twice in a weekend. It's not really a have to. I'm really excited to. But I really appreciate y'all listening. Hope y'all had a fantastic holidays. And I will speak to y'all hopefully after a big butt whooping over Ole Miss later today. Also, before I go, want to say I got Stephen Green's name wrong. I said Stephen Williams. It is Stephen Green. Want to clarify that for everyone out there. It is Stephen Green, uh, former coach of South Plains College. By the way, future former alum here. So... Took two classes, two accounting classes there. 
but it is Stephen Green, so I want to apologize for that. He is an offensive guru, and let's see more of him.